Perspectives. Perspectives. Are you tired of working nine to five? Tired of making money for someone else? Feel like you went to school for how many years and only have debt to show for it? Ready to just run away to some island and call it quits? Come talk to me. We trying to rebuild Black Wall Street. This is for us, by us. Hey everybody, this is Perky of Perky Perspectives. Welcome back to Season 2, Episode 5 of the For Us series. I want to thank all my listeners and subscribers for tuning in and staying loyal listeners. I know it's been an up and down journey, but I'm back and I have my studio, so everything is going to be going very regularly from now on. So first I want to say that I have an event for anybody that's local, and it's going to be happening 420 in the downtown LA area. So if you are in the LA area, it's going to be at 8 p.m. at 429 Venice Boulevard. And this is just one of many events. This will become a very regular thing. And I've been doing events, I've been doing meetups, but I want to definitely make sure that I have something for the community because I believe it's very important. So... Like I said, that is happening on four, at 4.20, 8 p.m., 4.29, Venice Boulevard. And it's basically to honor women in our dear, different hair expressions. So the this month's theme is around bald and short hair. It's called the For Us Bald and Beautiful event. And I'm going to have a live barber, vegan vendor, hair care products vendor, um, body butter, that's me, hi, nail art, let's see what else, makeup, bathing suits, sunglasses, a live DJ, drinks will be made, and it's going to be 420 friendly, so it's a lot going on, but it's all for us to enjoy each other, and the overarching theme is just to make sure that we uplift black business and continue to give platform to us that are, you know, creating our own businesses, creating our own streams of revenue. We want to make sure that we continue to uplift them. You know, recently Nipsey Hussle passed away. And after his passing, it's like now we're finding out the 50 million things that he's involved in. And I don't think it should be like that. I think we should definitely start finding out what we do as a community while we're still here and making sure to give that space to each other while we're still here. So yes, that's the point of the event. Outside of that, please stay tuned on my Instagram at PerkySexyCool. Stay tuned on my Twitter at Tony underscore Tony Tone. My website, PerksOfWellness.org, which I will be updating very soon. Also, the For Us page, which is at For Us, For Us, and the second half is with the number four. And what else? I believe that is it. So... Today, my guest is called Brandy, and she's a stylist. I met her maybe like two months ago, 
And she actually was going to a photo shoot. I was leaving one that my friend, who's going to be the photographer at my event this weekend, he was doing a photo shoot. And I happened to meet her, bump into her, and we decided to do an interview today. So I want her to tell a little bit about her background, how she got into styling, and if she has any tips for anybody looking to be in the field of fashion and just learning more about some black people in fashion. So I hope you guys enjoy and thanks again for your listenership. And I'm not really for fighting for other people's rights when we're still going through it. Right. I mean, it's like, can we get ourselves situated? Is that kind of where you're coming from? Or it's more so like, I'm not going to pretend that we have the same issues. Exactly. We went to Orlando. Cause he, like yeah, he mentioned, yeah, he uh-huh. mentioned he's in finance. I'm in the same industry as him, outside of the social work, and we were learning. You know, we hear about that wage gap all the time, uh-huh. and they say, oh, women make seventy five or what is it, seventy? Yeah, seventy five percent, something like that, to every male dollar. That's white women. Right. I didn't even realize that until like they told. Yeah, it's. I think he was older than that. Yeah, and it was just like, it's <laughs> like. What? Mm-hmm. And when you find out that we're the most educated in the world, mm-hmm. black women, period. Mm-hmm. And to see that we only make six. Mm-hmm. I mean, and look at Michelle Obama. They were still degrading her. Right. And she's the most educated first lady ever. Serena Williams. Like, we can name mm-hmm. all the black women in our generation or yeah. just history. And they get downplayed. When we mm-hmm. do get there, we get downplayed. And I was talking about that, too, just for black people, period. When we get there, if we live long enough. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, they'll either take us out early, like Nipsey mm-hmm. or MLK or whatever, or we get to the end and then it's like a Bill Cosby situation. Mm-hmm. Not saying, I don't know what really happened or not, but I'm saying mm-hmm. like how convenient that like our legacy is still going to be destroyed regardless. Right. Of, you know? Right. So I'm just like, I can't focus on y'all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, right. Y'all know my focus. Right. No, that's real. So. And, you know, unapologetically too. Yeah. You know, you don't have to be. Hell Yeah. Um, super black all the time you, you don't have to we don't, we, sh- we don't have to feel ashamed that you know we are our focus or the, for us to you know want to exclude just so that we can include yeah know? they would try to because you see what they did to jordan peele when he was talking about how he doesn't see himself casting a white lead what did they respond to? i didn't i didn't read the whole article because i saw that um people were just getting mad like how dare he say he not and why wouldn't he? People get mad at us for saying what they already do. Right. And it's like, first of all, you're still kind of represented because he's half white. So I'm is like, he really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he was raised by a white woman. That don't mean shit. Because yeah. his dad was in his, in his life. So it's just like, for him to be this strong black, mm-hmm. I appreciate it. Like, mm-hmm. however he got to that journey. Right. Because like, you could have definitely identified been, the other way. Right. He could have <laughs> all the way right. You could have been mad at us. Your dad like, wasn't there. Like, for real. He did the typical, yeah. mm-hmm. like, but I mean, he. I feel like the reason why he still turned out to be as uh, pro black that he is is because he is still a black man, mm-hmm. and so that's still gonna be his experience, no matter who raises him or what he is half of. Yeah, it is gonna I mean? be. So that's how he's but found. he tapped into it. You didn't have to. He didn't have to that's acknowledge true. it. Right. He could have been like, "No, this is everybody goes through this." Right. <laughs> like, do they? All lives do matter. Yeah. Right. And it's like mm, they do, but we're right. talking about black right now. 
And that's funny, too, because I was in New York for the Black Lives Matter march. And it was, we did a die-in. I was still going to Columbia, (laughs) and we did a die-in in our lobby. Yeah. And all that. And it was crazy because... (laughs) <laughs> Even in the school, it was it was micro, more micro in the school setting. But one of the things that we dealt with was um, our director. She didn't address none of the stuff that was happening. Uh-huh. Like she, and then she waited till like kind of after, and it was, you know, a generalized statement. And that's what got us in the schools mm-hmm. into it. Cause we was just like, wow, even on this level, like. Even on this level, mm-hmm. you want to you want to act like it don't happen, mm-hmm. but it does on every level, and it's just crazy. It is, but you can't mm-hmm. escape it. So you in the fashion industry? How mm-hmm. does that happen in the fashion industry? Because mm. I know it happens. How doesn't it? No, it's you know it's not as it's not as bad as I would say like corporate America, but well, actually that's not even safe to say either, but. For me, you see it as as far as um, just the acknowledgement um, of you as a artist or entertainer, actor, whatever it is. Um, for example, with getting clothes. So the clothes that the celebrities wear on the red carpet, those are all borrowed essentially from the showroom. Mm-hmm. Um, but the showroom like have- it literally is the same and they just tailor it. They will tailor it. These come off the runway from different designers. Right, but literally. But they will tailor it from. Yes, it's a sample that they made. That's dope. So, so yes. And um, the the showroom has to approve which garment they're letting you borrow. But you have to say, you know, know, hi, I'm so and so, and I'm styling X, Y, and Z for whatever. Okay. And is there, it's up to the showroom to say yes or no whether they want to let you borrow the clothes. Or they may say yes and say you can only pull from these, this area of the room. Okay. You know what I mean? And so you see them limit more or say no on upcoming black actors and celebrities like coming Leslie, up. Leslie um, Jones, didn't she go through that? She was talking about how nobody would style her at first. And then uh-huh. everybody started offering her offering, stuff. Right. But after yeah. she was saying Yeah, and that. it's... Yeah, and you'll see it. And and the thing is, is it's L.A., so it's it's that bougie, you know, better than have-nots, have-and-have-nots type of attitude when it comes to the whole fashion and industry and styling. Um, And it's unfortunate because, obviously, it's about, you know, who's prizing beauty, who gets to set the standard of beauty Mm -hmm. and what they value. And so... Unfortunately, with with that industry, it's it's us trying to fit in to their world that they have created, to where they hold the majority of it, and right. so it's very superficial. In and of itself, it's fashion, but um, is it really majority um, white male, like how it comes up? I would say in film, yes. Yeah. Okay, you know. Um, the styling industry, I would say it's, it was actually, it's actually a lot of black stylists. Like a lot of us are the stylists. And that means to, okay, what do you define as a stylist? So there's, um, different types of stylists, but in essence, what they're all doing is helping someone get dressed for an occasion, 
for everyday life or event. Okay. Um, and so you it are all encompassing, and it could be just for this one thing. Like mm-hmm. it's yeah, it's it's up to the person so and what they offer. Fashion styling essentially this is just different categories as far as if you want to do red carpet, if you want to do music videos, commercials, or you know, um, I'm actually okay. Um, so that would be set. Uh, that would be separate from if you were to do um, film and television, which is costume design. So, it's it. It's um distinguished as you know two different fields. Okay. So, where do you fall in? I fall in uh, the middle, okay. but more to the side of a costume designer. Um, you said you worked at a costume house, right? Yes, I did. What is that though? Like I think so, I kind of asked you before, but I was still confused. confused. Yeah, so. <laughs> A costume house um, it's a warehouse essentially that has a collection of clothing from different eras and different periods um, and cultures and so people huge. huge yeah, yeah so for, yeah. <laughs> yeah this is a collection huge. of yeah of a lot of items like a so museum I worked at yeah it literally no it literally is like a museum um palace is palace, palace costumes oh, where yeah. I worked um and it literally is a museum and the lady who owns it she really just inspires me so much you know because she, that's her personal business that she collected um shout out to Melody. <laughs> uh Where but that? it's on Fairfax. Okay. Um yeah, it's on Fairfax in between Melrose and Santa Monica. But um Fairfax and Melrose is the closest. So but yeah, um that's what a costume house is and different television shows or different movies will come and rent clothing from the costume house. Every major television um network or company has a costume house. It's just we don't know about it because we don't need to access that right, portion of it. But there's Sony Costume House, there's ABC Costume House, there's Warner Bros. Costume. You know, what I mean, all of the major. That's crazy. They have they all of those clothes that the the people be wearing. Mm-hmm. They store that and rent it out again. So if you see something on TV and it's like that reminds me of whatever is outfit from this, it might literally be that outfit. Yeah, it could be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it could be. But it's not open to the public. Right, it's just so, for that, yeah. For the, yeah, it's for the production. When did you, because I think we talked about this a little bit, and you said pretty young. How old were you when you decided or realized or recognized maybe your talent? Um, I was 17 years old when I knew uh, I did not want a 9-to-5 job. And I wanted to do something just greater and better and bigger. And yeah, I remember telling my mom too. <laughs> I told my mom, she came, I was just sitting there, you know, just thinking about like school and what I do every day. Cause I was a, a really good student and you know, you, you get into college. And so I'm just sitting there thinking, you know, you're 17 about to go in. I'm like, okay, so I'm gonna go to school. I'm a, I'm a graduate you know what I mean I'm gonna get a job I'm gonna work 
And then what? Ooh, where is the and then I, I was just sitting there thinking like, okay, and then what? You right. Know? And I'm like, hold up. I'm like, you go to work for a few hours, you take your lunch, you go back, go come home. I'm like, that's school. You know, I had that realization like that is school. That's what I'm doing right now is mm-hmm. what y'all asked me to do for the Forever. rest of my life. Until I retire. Until I'm 65. Or older, Come because on. for us, Come on. No, I was just like, that is literally school. That's what I'm doing right now. <laughs> right. And, so I, was and like, I don't no, like I it don't now. That. Mm-hmm. Huh? And it's like, I didn't like it now. Exactly. Like, I was looking forward but to I've the been next doing step. It. Right. No reason not to do something else. Mm-hmm. So. What'd she say when you told her? She laughed. <laughs> she was like, Brand, Like, please. laughed at you, though? <laughs> yeah. She was like, Brand, please. Like. You know, you don't know half of it because you haven't really grown up and gotten there yet. But, okay, here I am years later and I still have the same passion and mindset and much more wisdom, much more experience, more age, all of it. And I'm with the same energy, you know? She with it now though, right? She, I'm sorry? Is she like with it now? She, I mean, she yeah, she can't necessarily, um, at this point, you can't necessarily say yes or no or as far as what I've done because mm-hmm. I've already done everything I'm supposed to do. Right. So right. at this point, I've done what you asked me to do. Even as a parent, <laughs> like I didn't did everything you asked me to do. That's how I, I did it well. <laughs> so at this point, I'm going to do me. Right. And mm-hmm. it's okay. You know what I mean? That's good. So that's... That's walking mm-hmm. into your destiny. Mm. It is. Yeah. You realize it and you just stepped into it. Yeah. And it's looking like it's blossoming. Oh, so thank you. <laughs> no problem. So how did you get into the costume house? Because that seem you're saying it's yeah. very ex- it seems exclusive, you know. Mm-hmm. So how did you make that connection? Uh, honestly, I just walked in there and I got hired on the slot. Like. I'm so <laughs> serious. She literally walked in. I'm so serious. Oh my gosh, am I serious? I, okay, so full story. So I had um I was interning with um this stylist who's based in Los Angeles Angeles. Her name is Teresita. Um and she told me to meet her at Palace costume i had never been there before at that point mm-hmm. she told me to meet her there on the outside and to give me clothes to return to the showrooms mm-hmm. and so i was like okay i'll meet you there and i had met her there and i had just looked just looking from the outside of it it's like art literally the whole wall is like a mural you can't really it's easy to pass by just because of the color scheme but it's a really cool place. So if you're walking by and you look through the glass door, you can see it looks cool. So just that I was looking in it, but it said no, not open to the public. So anyway, I was like, oh, dang, I can't go inside. I had to go return the clothes or whatever. So then um, I was like, you know what? Let me just go up in there and like uh, pretend like I'm a stylist and I have something to style. You know what I mean? So I'm just like, you know what? I went up in there. I was like, hey, um, uh, you know, can I come in to like look around and, and do a pool? And uh, they're like, yeah, sure. And so I, I went in there and 
uh, I was looked around and I was like, hey, do you guys have any internships available? And they're like, actually, yeah, uh, we do. And she brought me to the the owner, Melody, and Melody hired me. She asked me if I knew about different areas, uh, other questions, and she was like, okay, yeah, come on Monday. And I just started working there. No. I literally like got hired when I walked in and it was just like, okay, like that wasn't even that bad. Like, All you have to do is ask. Happen, literally, right? you know what I mean? Right. So- what the Bible say, you know, mm-hmm. ask and they shall receive. Mm-hmm. Like, closed mouth don't get fed for it real. It really don't. It really don't. It really don't. It really don't. And yeah. what's, the, what's the wrong in trying? And sometimes people may not react or accept it in the beginning, but then they come back to you later. Mm-hmm. And when they come back to you, it's the level you at is even better. So mm-hmm. even though you asked a long time ago, now you're really ready to work with them. Right. Now y'all really both ready to work with each other, you know? Yeah. So that's good, though. Yeah. I like your story. So, okay. What's the most... How do I say this? So, <laughs> Hmm. What was one of your best experiences working on a production? Um, can, and if you can't say which production. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, one of my my favorite opportunities was uh, when I worked as a um, production assistant um, for the show Blackish. Mm. Um, it was a a rewarding experience um, because everyone behind the scenes was also black um, and that meant a lot to me just coming from the field that we're in we're in television it's not a lot of us and it was just nice to see that even on the screen they are also portraying what they are off the screen, you know right. what I mean? Because they Blackish is a pro, saying. you know what I mean? It's a black show. Mm-hmm. So it's just like a lot of times, you know, or sometimes you may have black shows, but who is making them or black art production, mm-hmm. anything mm-hmm. that's put out, like interviews, like, what are they really content, magazine, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's just, yeah. So I was in the wardrobe department, but, uh, not, but, but I was in the wardrobe department and, um, uh, it was just, very um educational in what way like what just i mean uh just us talking about our different uh travel experiences um and you know what they've learned from different cultures uh our culture because they you know they traveled to uh egypt and Mm -hmm. other I think Morocco as well. Um, I definitely want to go to Morocco. So it was it was just a you know rewarding experience. Okay, so then I need to, I need the flip side. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what, what production did you kind of feel awkward, uncomfortable, like? Ooh, I wish I wasn't here right now. Um, hmm, I would say, I mean, it's hard for me to answer that question because it's, 
like frequent it's not necessarily the production it's more so the he's trying to kill a mosquito just tonight you got like... your life tonight <laughs> lucky we recorded yeah, <laughs> that's funny but okay um, so it's more so oh like... it's more so the actual um duty of the job at you know what i mean as far as you know the driving required um okay. you know what i mean that's especially in la it's just that's the part when i'm like uh like this is the part that i don't like you know what i mean but it's not yeah, necessary the traffic, oh my God. yeah it makes you sometimes don't want to go somewhere mm-hmm. i'm gonna have to start giving them the trains i guess i i used to do it in new york i could do it I'm not, i don't want to but i, I can yeah But, okay, so yeah, it's, yeah, the commute really do bother yeah. me. Like, my mom keeps trying to get me all the way out in the IE, and I'm like, mm, I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like an hour and a half. Right. It's, that make you want to just say no, mm-hmm. which I do. <laughs> right. So I definitely understand that. Yeah. But, so there wasn't ever a time where something uncomfortable happened. Not, like, inappropriate, like. Yeah. But, you know, but just um there was there was a time where um the we were in a fitting, um, it was for a commercial and it was when the Gucci blackface had came out. Ooh. And so, you know what I mean? Um I'm like looking through the clothes, you know, and it's the director and the um, the the producer and two other people. Uh, I'm not sure what their position was, but anyways, um, basically the one I think it was the director had the had some Gucci shoes on, and it was like right when it had came out, <laughs> and so someone else had asked, "Oh, um, I think they had said, oh." They had made the comment towards the shoes, but all I heard, all I could hear from like the side of the the fitting, um, was like, all I could hear was blackface. You know, he's like, oh, like Gucci, and then he was like, what? And and then the other one I believe said, what you're still gonna wear with the blackface? And then he says he responds blackface, like what are you talking about? And then it just kind of got, and then I looked over because I was like, what the heck, you know? And um like it just got quiet like the conversation just stopped oh he didn't respond like no yeah nobody they just got like really quiet like the, they just stopped talking yeah it was like you kind of put him on the spot <laughs> yeah it sounded like they put him on the spot like he didn't really know how to respond to that i don't know if i would i would kind of be well i don't really wear labels mm. so i would probably not really fully fit into the fashion industry right. maybe on the side <laughs> right but um ooh. Um, I think if I were to be caught like that, I would ask for some new shoes if they have them. And then if they don't, then I'd be like, don't ask me about a problem if you don't have a solution. <laughs> and then just keep stepping. <laughs> and then, then I would get rid of it after that. Or, yeah. you know, I, I, my personally, I feel like 
<laughs> I want to buy black at this point or just mm-hmm. represent myself. Mm-hmm. But in the meantime, I thrift more so mm-hmm. than I buy. I don't really wear labels like that. Mm. I have like one pair of Jordans and you mm-hmm. can't even tell they're Jordans. <laughs> they don't though. They look retro. But how do you feel about that? Like black owned <coughs> working in the fashion industry? I think it's important and I I think you see it a lot more than what is put out, of course, what is portrayed. Um, it's a lot of us, you know, putting out those fire outfits that we see in magazines and red carpet. It's us, you know, putting that together and making that happen. Okay. You know, it's just that should be known, you mm-hmm. know. And I think it's important for us to represent ourselves, have something to pass on to the next generation. Right. That's the ultimate goal. A legacy. Mm-hmm. Because that's what we're lacking, you know what I mean? That's what, that's the one up that, you know what I mean, they have on us. Those those who do grow up with privileges. Right. And money. So, we have to build. Is there anything that you're working on personally that you would like to share? Uh, yeah, I mean... I'm always working on me, honestly. Uh, you know, accepting that it's a journey, not a destination, you know, and to continue to praise myself for what I have accomplished, you know, and not downplaying anything that I've done or or um, not seeing it for the the greater of what it was you know what I mean um but it's it's that and just personally and as far as you know setting goals working on on that and setting more goals for myself um what about what about you all well for me it's the same I Mm -hmm. feel the same and I'm doing it like for me Mine are around like events. That's why I have this 420 event coming. Oh, okay. It's around bald and beautiful. So mm-hmm. just expression, unique expressions around here. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's my thing right now. <laughs> I like the expression. I like how yeah. people with short hair, we could just mix it up so quickly. Yeah. Whereas I feel like if you have longer hair, like, you know, you don't want to do all that to your hair all the time. You right. Let it, we could just cut it off. And keep it going. So mm. I want to highlight that and give that a space. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's how I add to the fashion industry. And I'm uplifting people like that. And it's yeah. good that you said the mural earlier. I didn't touch on that, but I know two artists that do murals. <laughs> I want to give them shout outs since we know we uplifting people. It's Shaq and Brittany. And they did some murals in, at the Come Up LA event. And I'm going to be with them on April 28th as well. And they do stuff with... What's it called? Um, I always say the wrong thing. What's the one in Inglewood? It's... <laughs> you making that face. I'm going to plug it in in the notes because now I'm drawing a blank. 420 is coming up, y'all. I'm preparing. Anyways, um, I did want to touch on... You say you style people, though. I wanted I to do. shout that out. Can you tell people how they can book you and where they can see your work? Yeah, of course. Um... You can go to my website, styledbybrandy.com, um, and contact me via email on the, on the contact tab, and mm-hmm. we'll set up a time, uh, depending on 
you know, things that link up and my work is also on the page as well. So uh, I do personal styling, um, production and film, as well as costume design. Well, production and film is con- as well as uh, theater. Oh yeah, you just did an opera. I wanted to ask you about that. I wanted to go, and then I missed. I missed the time. Yeah, I did. I've never been to opera, so can you? Yeah, for us people who've never done that, what is that like? You know what? It was a great experience. Uh Um, I enjoyed having to um, adhere to a different time period. What time period was it? It was a thirties. time period 1930s okay. okay um so it was the Chimarosa opera um it was an italian in italian um so which was also interesting to me that they were right. singing in italian oh, um and they had the subtitles and it was cool the subtitles yeah in english so that the, the audience where they oh they have i didn't even picture screens at an opera. Yeah, they just put it, yeah, right? Um, they <laughs> put it. <laughs> I thought you were like, just deal with it. Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, it's an Italian, it's beautiful. Right. <laughs> okay, that helps. So you right. read in the whole time, though. That's how it was, yeah. So you just going back and forth like this? Or you, well, it's, is it? It's like, on, it was, it's on one screen. Mm. And it just, like, oh. the list on there. It, I don't know, if you see I gotta go, movie, man, I gotta go. Yeah, it was it was very... where where was that at where was that it was at Cal State Northridge oh yes. okay shout out to Cal State Northridge <laughs> that's cool yeah okay so yeah continue so it was in a different language and what else was different um so so um I mean those are the two things that I really appreciated and just having to um just great chance to just style more people and more body types you know what I mean mm-hmm. so I liked that and then you know you're shopping at different places you're not at you're at a costume house you know what I mean that's where I was shopping at mm-hmm. okay you just you're helping me dive in I would love to to see more I'm gonna definitely check out everything and post it for everybody I want everybody to know what you're doing so we can also uplift you like how you help to uplift our culture through mm-hmm. these productions. Like even if you were doing an Italian opera, like they had somebody that was melanated like us styling mm-hmm. them for that. Like yeah, so that's cool. Like even even when they try to act like we not in their culture, we in their culture. <laughs> right. And you helping to push that through. So mm-hmm. we appreciate you. Thank you. And. If there's anything coming up that you would like to shout out as well, and plug your social media handles for everybody. Yeah, um, my you can follow me on social media, uh, Instagram styled by Brandy, um, Pinterest styled by Brandy, Twitter styled by Brandy. Uh, the Instagram has styled dot by dot Brandy. Mm-hmm. But it's all the same. Um, so follow me on all of those those handles. Um, and definitely, definitely look out for further upcoming projects coming soon. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming on to our show. And I appreciate you. And 
Have a good night. Thank you for having me. <laughs>